Wonder about the future and how you'll be working and learning? Welcome to You in 2042, the future of work, with your host, Danielle Wallace. Welcome to another edition of You in 2042, the future of work. Joining me today is Cam Hafiz. Hi, Danielle. Thank you for having me on. My name is Cam Hafiz. I have I have been with the, the banking industry 15 years, and before that, I was in consulting. The bank is a big place, so we get a chance to move around, uh, try new things, and uh, I've had the fortune of being a part of uh, a number of groups, uh, one of them being retail transformation. Uh, I've had the opportunity to work in HR. Uh, I've had the opportunity to, and the pleasure of working in treasury and payments where I am now. It's a front uh, frontline business. Uh, it's all about revenues and targets. Uh, and so it's a very, very different dynamic. Currently, I am leading a team of about 30 people we're essentially enabling the sale of our solutions. And so that that could mean a number of things. It could mean helping identify the right opportunities for sales teams to go after. It could also mean uh, responding to a bid. Uh, all that to say, uh, I've had a very interesting career at the, at the bank and even prior to that. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to sharing some of my insights with you today. So given that experience with consulting, with HR, with the retail network, various business units and this revenue and target opportunities, you've seen a lot from that spectrum of what has made the workplace and the industry successful. What do you think the future may bring? 2042, what does the world look like? And so if a, if a child was born today, they would be probably entering the workforce around that time. If I think about the future of work and the future of, of a bank, so I think about like kind of three key areas. One of them is people uh, and then process and technology. So from a people standpoint, I think the banks are generally slower to move. I think it's just the nature of having 40,000 people or 60,000 people as a, as a part of an organization. You know, how do you flick a switch and move to hybrid work or move to remote work? Like, uh, living with this whole, so hold on, everyone can work from home except branch people. Like that's a that's a hard pill to swallow for the bank. That's just not how they operate. Um, that was mind blowing. Be, right. And you have to be in a suit and you have to be in the office. And so that, that's all changing. It all started changing. But the, I think COVID really made us reflect on what productivity actually means. Although the banks and, and large organizations uh, are a little slower to move, they do have to adapt because you need to attract the talent based on what the you know what the talent expectations are so if others are offering hybrid work or different ways of working then you know eventually we got to compete for that talent so in terms of the actual work and and how we work i think that's going to change in an, uh, a few ways so one is the flexibility will continue i think it's going to be work on your own terms uh, just deliver what you're expected to it's going to be a very outcome driven performance culture I also feel that we're going to become more reliant on like, vendors and contractors to to scale up or down based on what are the what time of year, what our uh, growth profile, demand profile looks like, what what areas of the bank we need to 
make sure we have some swing capacity for. Uh, so it's not going to be we have 60,000 permanent full-time employees. I think that culture will will shift and it'll be more more nimble and, and uh, agile in the ability to scale up and down. I also think customer-facing roles will evolve. Like every every decade, I feel like we swing from wanting people in the branches and, and talking to our clients to like self-serve and ATMs and digital and online banking. And then we go, well, we're not actually talking to customers. So we try and pull them back in and try and get, you know, okay, come in when you want to talk finances or whatever. And But right now I think we're on this journey of like, okay, we want to encourage digital. You could do everything on your phone, but we still want you to come in and talk to us. Like when you need investment advice or a mortgage or whatever. That different pendulum of where we might be in 20 years, because I agree, we do see that ebb and flow. Interesting for me to see is what does retail look like? Even, even outside of banking, I feel like retail will, will evolve into uh, just a very different thing than it is now with you know cash registers and and whatnot i i feel like that'll all look very different and and the staffing models will be different i mean amazon's testing you know these grocery stores where you would walk in and take what you want and rfid scans it as you walk out so on the process side of things i do think this concept of chasing the sun will be more prevalent and what i mean by that is using time zones and where where work happens, we we call it chasing the sun because where when it's night here and we're we're sleeping in bed, the other side of the world is productive. And so, how do you make the most of that productivity and and have your work follow the sun basically, so that you're productive 24 hours around the clock? And so, I feel like that's more so than just outsourcing a call center to India or something. I I think this chasing the sun idea is going to be more interesting. That's a great point. In terms of how we work with one another and, and dynamic teams of groups coming together and finding ways to uh, work together to solve a problem, not just by by being on video calls, but also like information sharing, document sharing, that, that sort of stuff will all evolve as, as well. And again, this chasing the sun idea may make that more and more important. And with mobile work, look at job opportunities and it'll say, oh, remote or mobile. So, so yeah, I think people will start talent overseas uh, and, and mo- fully mobily uh, capable and enabled and leverage the, the time zones to get work done. You get more hours out of a day. I love how that blends the process efficiency with the people flexibility, those two themes that you have. That's a neat concept. We, we all know what automation is. It's, it's a, digitizing tasks that don't need human uh, involvement necessarily. Where I think it'll get more and more interesting is where AI and machine learning will come into play and actually be able to make exceptions. Um, Right now we have automation in the bank, but exceptions are like, and that someone needs to look at it and say, okay, well, this is interesting. There's something wrong here and I need to look at it. With machine learning, That'll also be be automated where it's truly like real things that require someone's judgment and life experience to make a decision on. I think creativity, managerial judgment, uh, entrepreneurship, those are the kind of skills that I think are going to 
that are going to not be replaced by some robot or machine in the future. I like that, though, of having the AI with machine learning truly being able to handle a, a full process and more end to end. And I don't see why not the future wouldn't allow for the capabilities of that exception handling. So and, and then on the on the technology front, I think I did touch on a few technology elements like the automation. The the only thing I'll say uh, additionally on the technology front is that we all need to get comfortable with it. Um, I think we all need to understand the basics of uh, integration of systems, mobile experiences, coding. I think that'll just be a core skill set and it won't be like a standalone organization in a company, but technology is going to be embedded in every business group and it's just going to be a part of what we do and how we do it. And and even the methodology of develop technology and change requests and all that sort of stuff. I think we'll all just need to get better and better at that. It's not going away. It's coming even even faster than it ever has before. These really become just a table stakes for Correct. anyone. For for any for anyone, you like I don't think in 2042 you'll be able to go into job interview and not have any technology background. Whether you're in marketing and you design things on a computer or whether you're, you know, in in banking and you you need to understand the digital account opening process, like you won't be able to run from it. <laughs> so, with that in mind, that really links us to what skills people may need. What skills do you think would be successful in this future world where you've spoken about the people and the flexibility and the process mm -hmm. and chasing the sun and the technology and being comfortable with that? Yeah, I think people dealing with people will always be there no matter what organization, what job you're in, the ability to deal with people, build relationships, negotiate, influence will not go away. I think most of the jobs in Canada today are um, small business and customer facing. Um, so that customer facing roles will, I think, always be there, whether it's via phone or in a store. Or I think there's some skills like technology, digital, customer experience. There's language skills that might be more interesting as we talk about the chase in the sun. There's skills related to creativity, ideas. I feel like that's what Nike does, for example, uh, or, or Samsung or uh, other large conglomerate uh, companies. They come up with ideas. They they're the think tanks, basically, and they they parse out and, and outsource production of, of things. And that's gonna happen in the service organization too. And it's gonna happen with banking. Uh, we're just gonna be an outsource house for a lot of companies where that just, they, they make the decisions on how they wanna pay and the bank just fulfills it. This idea of the advice, the consulting kind of aspect. So that kind of capacity in, in a lot of these companies is going to be more important than the actual product and, and service we're selling. So I feel like a lot of service-oriented companies are going to move to more, more advice-based stuff as, as things become more readily available and commoditized. Creativity, ideas, advice, like those human things are, are the, I think are going to continue to be important, more important. Yeah, that really ties back into your, the themes that you mentioned. And with that people flexibility chasing the sun and tech, it does free up people's capacity to not be spending time on more of the process elements, but really elevates the need for ideas. Language skills, you mentioned that. That's a really 
key one I had not thought of. And as it all parlays into providing the right advice or consulting, this I really see these as some practical future skills. So with that in mind, then, what do you think organizations can do to help this future workforce? As, as, I, as I mentioned in the example earlier, a child being born today would be entering the workforce uh, in 2042. At the same time, a young, a young person entering the workforce today will likely be uh, uh, you know, one of our leaders in, in 2042. So I think listening to the right to the right perspectives from the folks that are you know newly entering the workforce uh, and understanding from them how they feel about mobile remote work, how they feel about globalization, how they feel about uh, you know what it means to be enabled to work remotely and 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 from wherever you want. We use their brain power instead of discounting them as a as a newbie that we need to. Uh, what do they call it, transform into our, our own, mold into our own shape, that we actually use them as as our portal into understanding that entire age age group and segment. That's one thing organizations can do right away that I don't think we do a good job of. I also think that laying the foundations for a lot of what we're talking about, we will have certain roles that will uh, more critical than others that might be different than what what is today though so the skills of today may not be the skills of, of 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 tomorrow and so really understanding how work gets done and how the people that are going to be running the, our jobs one day want to get work done was still ensuring that the checks and balances are there to make sure that we're you know people are still producing and, and organizations are still productive and especially true, as you mentioned earlier, that traditionally big organizations aren't nimble. So this really does provide that impetus to embrace this future change and really embrace that portal into the future by actually listening to today's future leaders. Thank you so much for these great insights. I love the ideas of people and the flexibility that's needed and how the evolution of retail and sales will change with that pendulum and how the overall processes will also be optimized, not just with automation and collaboration tools, but this idea of chasing the sun for full productivity. And then lastly, the technology and the comfort that all of us just need to have as table stakes. This is the future. My my pleasure. Thank you, Danielle, and uh, always happy to participate.